The LA Kings get set for a big challenge as they look to hold on to a playoff spot. And it's a feedback Friday. Your chance as Kings fans to give your thoughts on what's going on with the team. This should be good. That's next on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We would love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. Also co-host of the Puck Podcast, the weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate L.A. Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Well, the L.A. Kings are in need of wins at this point in any way they can get them. Uh, they will have an opportunity to try and get a very big win this evening against the Avalanche in Colorado. We'll give you a brief preview of that game. Kings check, uh, Kings check in with a 22-14-9 record. Fourth place in the Pacific Division, seventh in the Western Conference, and 15th in the NHL with 53 points. The Colorado Avalanche are 31-14-3, tied for first in the Central Division with the Winnipeg Jets, tied for second in the Western Conference, with the Winnipeg Jets, and tied for third in the NHL, well, you know who, uh, with 65 points. Abs are 19-5 and five at home, coming off a 6-2 win against the Washington Capitals on Wednesday. Individually, the Kings are led in points by Adrian Kempe. He's got 42, 16 goals, and 26 assists. Trevor Moore leads the team in goals with 21. For Colorado, Nathan McKinnon is a Hart Trophy candidate as league MVP. He leads the Avalanche in points with 82, second in the NHL, and in goals with 30, fifth in the NHL. 82 points for the All-Star break. Uh, he's coming off a four-goal game against the Washington Capitals. Hopefully he got all, all the goals out of his system for a little while. Uh, Miko Rantanen and Kill McCarr are also fantastic players to watch for Colorado McCarr likely a Norris Trophy finalist as the league's best defenseman. As for the two netminders, the Kings, we're not sure who they're going to start in net. I would go with David Riddich over Cam Talbot. Talbot has lost nine starts in a row. He's allowed five goals in each of his three starts for Riddick. 4-1-2 and two on the season, 1.76 goals against average and a 9.30 save percentage. Obviously, he hasn't played as many games as Talbot, and he did lose his last start 3-2 in a shootout against San Jose. But uh, I would go with David Riddick tonight. We'll see what the Kings decide to do. It's not been uh, announced who they're going to go with. For Colorado, they are expected to go with Alexander Georgiev. He is 26-11-2 on the season, 2.95 goals against average and 896 save percentage. Um, he's, you know, a good enough goaltender uh, to get the job done for Colorado. Not great, but good enough. Uh, he was in net for the Kings, or excuse me, for the Abs 6-2 win over Washington. He made 23 saves. Uh, also, something to keep an eye on, the Avalanche power play against the Kings penalty kill. Colorado is seventh in the NHL in the power play, and, of course, the Kings are number one on the PK. This is the third and final meeting between the two teams in the regular season. 
there is a chance they could meet up in the playoffs. Colorado won the season opener in L.A. 5-2. The Kings won uh, the second game in L.A. 4-1. That was on December the 3rd. Abs have won six of their last eight. The Kings have lost 12 of 14. Now, on paper, this certainly seems like a mismatch. But then again, on paper, the Kings should have beaten the Sharks and Sabres. And we know that didn't happen. Uh, This is a start of a three-game road trip. And then it's the all-star break. And this three-game road trip could very well decide the fate of head coach Todd McClellan. As for where the Kings find themselves in the standings going into this road trip, uh, as far as the Pacific Division and the Western Conference playoff picture, uh, last night, Thursday night, the Oilers won their 14th game in a row, shutting out the Blackhawks 2-0. The Predators, who hold the other wildcard spot with the LA Kings, beat the Wild 3-2. Coyotes, who were chasing the Kings for a wildcard spot, lost to the Lightning 6-3. And the Flames, also in the wildcard hunt, lost to the Blue Jackets. Five to two. So the Edmonton Oilers uh, get another win. They are in uh, third place in the Pacific Division. The Kings are in fourth. And uh, obviously Edmonton just won. So they now have 57 points, four points up on the Kings for that third spot. Kings are at 53 points. Nashville has caught the Kings at 53 points. However, LA has the tiebreaker. They have a better points percentage because they've played three fewer games than Nashville. So right now the Kings still have the number one wildcard spot. Nashville's number two, even though they are even in points. St. Louis is three points back of LA and Nashville with 50 points. They face the Kings on Sunday and what could be a game that uh, decides a playoff spot. Uh, I mean, playoff positioning uh, at this point. Um, By the way, that Kings Blues game on Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. So uh, mark your uh, calendars for that one if if you want to check that game out uh, before the football games start. Uh, Arizona, by the way, and Seattle both have 49 points. Both are three points back of uh, the Kings and the Predators for that final wild card spot. So all those teams are in the hunt with the LA Kings in competition for playoff spots. Uh, if the playoffs started today, the Kings would be the number one wild card team. They'd face the Winnipeg Jets, although I mentioned there's a possibility that maybe it could be the Avalanche uh, because the Avalanche are tied with the Jets. Right now, Winnipeg has the better point percentage because they have two games in hand on Colorado, but this could be could be a playoff preview coming up tonight. Uh, some games to keep track of coming up over the weekend. Obviously, uh, Friday, you've got the Blues at the Kraken. I don't know why I said obviously. Uh, Saturday, the Predators are at the Oilers. Uh, Coyotes are at the Hurricanes. Maple Leafs at the Jets and Blackhawks at the Flames. All right. So a brief preview of the Kings uh, game tonight against Colorado and where they stand going into the weekend as far as the playoff picture. We have a lot of emails to get to, so let's not waste any time. Your chance to vent, complain, give your two cents on what's going on with our LA Kings. That's next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business team? Well, if you're building a talented roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job and we'll match you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description right when you post. With Indeed, you can start hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent. Indeed knows that when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. And that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on and start hiring now. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. 
Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. You need to hire. Then you need Indeed. And the NFL regular season is wrapped up, and it's playoff time, and you can get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, and the best way to find popular parlays and more. Obviously, if you're a hockey fan, you can bet on the NHL as well, the NBA and college basketball going on. So it's all uh, a lot of fun right now if you like to get your bet on. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's get to your emails. And I think we had more emails this week than we've had in the history of me hosting this show, which has been a couple of years now. And uh, I think I know why you want you want to get your chance to vent, give your two cents on what's going on with the L.A. Kings. But uh, let's get right to it. And I, I just I do want to mention that I do sometimes kind of shorten up some of the emails just for time consideration. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, our first email comes from Mike in Reno, and he says Pierre-Luc Dubois is already coming very close to being a bust. When you get paid eight point five million a year, it shouldn't matter where you are playing in the lineup. You should be able to have a decent amount of success on any line. Look at Fiala. He makes less, and he could be put anywhere in the lineup, and he would be a difference maker. PLD just doesn't have the heart or drive, and he certainly doesn't uh, consistently play like a difference maker. I was against the trade from the beginning, and let's not forget, uh, we didn't just give up Velarde, Ayafalo, and Kupari in this deal. We gave up Sean Dersey as well. The second power play has fallen way off this year. Yes, the penalty kill is awesome. But the main reason our first and second power play were practically equal last year in effectiveness is because of one reason, Sean Dersey. He had so many, he had so much creativity, played tough for his size, was not scared to stand up for his teammates and drop the gloves. We missed the edge. Uh, we missed that edge with Spence or Clark. I think that was a bad decision to let him go. He is the top scoring D-man on the Coyotes. And as I predicted before the season started, Dersey would have more points than Dowdy. And so far he does 28 to 24. Just like management uh, and coaches demand accountability from players, we need to demand the same accountability from Luke and Blake. It's time ownership cleans house and says goodbye to Luke, Blake, and TM. Uh, well, that's certainly strong, and I won't certainly say that you were wrong in any way, uh, necessarily. Um, I, I think when you say somebody's a bust, and this is just, maybe I'm just being picky here, I think that's a player who was expected to be great and never turned out to be great. I will say Pierre-Luc Dubois has been at least an above-average player in the league before coming to L.A. Um, that said, it's hard to give that, that trade at this point a good grade. Uh, I think ultimately, though, you will have to judge it down the road, not just for a half, a little more than half a season. Um, I would push back, though, that it doesn't matter who he plays with. I do think that, that to be fair to him, it does matter who he's playing with. Um, that said, uh, underachieving, uh, in the circumstances, I think that's certainly true. Has he been worth the money the Kings are paying him? No. Um, I think again, with, with, uh, the trade that was made, when you talk about, you know, oh, Velarde, look what he's doing look what Dursey's doing. Again, those are guys that are being put in much better situations than they would have been with the Kings. Sean Dursey's not going to play on the top pairing. He's not going to be on the number one power play unit. He is in Arizona. So that's certainly helping his minutes and his numbers. Same thing with Velarde. Um, and you know, look at the, at the time 
I thought it was I was very fine with the trade because the Kings had strength at those positions. They needed to to uh, you know make some moves to get better. Uh, it hasn't worked out so far, but I certainly understand all those points and uh, and where you're coming from. Uh, let's get to Brian in Los Alamitos. He says, uh, last offseason, when I heard rumors the Kings were interested in P.L. Dubois, I thought, this is wrong. Rob Blake would never be interested in a player like this. Dubois does not fit the image of a king. I even heard Canadians fans say they didn't want him because he was too much of a diva. However, when the Kings acquired PLD, I thought, okay, what do I know? I don't know anything about this guy aside from the negative stories I've heard. I trust Blake knows what he's doing. Now I'm starting to get the feeling this trade was done as a favor to Pat Brisson as he is buddies with Blake and Robitaille, or at the very least, it played a part in why the Kings made the trade. Uh, I'm worried that PLD is Cal Peterson 2.0 and the Kings are stuck with a guy for the next eight years. On another note, I think it's time for the Kings to bring up some new blood. They did it in 2012 with King and Nolan and again in 2014 with Toffoli and Peterson. I don't know who you take out of the lineup, but this team needs a spark. Thanks for all the hard work you do for us Kings fans. And that was Brian in Los Alamitos. I have heard the Pat Brisson thing. And if you don't know what that's about, Pat Brisson is the agent for Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, and he is a former teammate and very good friend with Luke Robitaille. They played junior hockey together, and he was even Luke Robitaille's agent back in the day. Pat Brisson is a super agent. He represents a ton of top players in the NHL. I think it's a bit of a stretch to think that the Kings would sign one of his players just because Luke is buddies with him. Um, but again, yes, it clearly hasn't worked out, and 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 it, it you know it, ultimately it could cost Rob Blake and Luke Robitaille their job. Um, but I, I, I just look relationships are important in anything, whether it's when you hire a coach or, uh, you know, talk about getting a player. So I'm sure, I mean, Luke and Pat Brisson are obviously very friendly, but just to think that the Kings would sign a player because of that relationship, I think is a, is a pretty big stretch. Um, but they are friendly and I'm sure that does help in talking with, uh, an agent about a player, that kind of thing. But I mean, in the end, Friendships are friendships and business is business. I, I don't know. I think it's a stretch. Uh, let's get to Rob in Westchester. He says, okay, Eddie, I disagreed with you about the need for the Kings to make a coaching change, but after last night's loss to the Sharks, we lost to the Sharks. I think something needs to change. I'm not sure whether it's a coaching change or whether someone needs to be traded, but something has to be done to shake this group up. They are just not playing like they were at the beginning of the season. What are your thoughts? Well, as, as I've said, I, I was in favor of a, coach, of a coaching change a while ago. Um, I, I did get a, a note from my buddy Doug the Ducks fan because I've been pumping up Craig Berube to be the next head coach, the former Blues coach. And he reminded me that Craig Berube is still under contract by the St. Louis Blues because when you fire a coach, they still get paid the length of their contract, uh, which is true. And uh, that means that the Blues could have a say in whether they allow him to go coach another team or not. They could say, no, you're under contract with us and we're going to continue to pay you to not coach. Um, so that is possible. Uh, I would find that, though, very, very surprising. I would find it very, very surprising for Doug Armstrong, the GM of the Blues, to tell the guy who won the only Stanley Cup in that franchise's history, we're going to block you from coaching another team even if it is a team that could be in competition with with the blues for a playoff spot uh i just don't see him doing that um so we'll see that's that's obviously a, not a fact that's an opinion uh and, and don't, we i don't even know for sure if the kings would want craig berube that's who i 
would like to see because of uh, some pretty obvious reasons. Uh, our next email comes from Dave in Seattle. He says, I've had enough of this painful season. Every time we get a glimmer of hope that things are back on track, like the Rangers game, we have another train wreck, losing at home to the Sharks and the Sabres the way we did. Oh, my God, could things get any worse? Yes, they could because at this rate, the Kings will miss the playoffs. How do we not fire the coach? I know Blake said he's sticking with Todd, but seriously, how do we not fire him at this point? He is clearly no longer motivating the team. They seem to have very little belief left in him or the system. Edmonton's past us. Seattle and Calgary are right on our tails. Sorry, T-Mac. You got to go. We have to try something else different. Go, Kings, go. I'm with you, Dave. I'm I'm absolutely with you. I'm, I'm totally shocked that they have not pulled the trigger on this at this point. And obviously, if things keep going in this direction, they have to, even if they don't want to. Uh, it, it's, it's it, I I can't explain it either, to be honest with you. Uh, and Brandon in Lake Arrowhead says, the Kings just keep blowing leads. It feels like as soon as we get up two goals on opponents, you can just feel the impending doom. Where do you feel the Kings are falling short uh, in these all-too-often situations? What do you think uh, could turn the team around? And where do they keep, uh, why do they keep losing leads? Uh, we're running out of time to maintain even a wild-card spot. And also this from Leslie and Calabasas. I'm kind of combining the two emails a little bit. Uh, Drew Dowdy made some candid comments in the media after the loss to Buffalo. Could you let us know how you had interpreted them? Specifically, that some guys are thinking about their numbers and thinking about themselves. Also, is cookie night a Canadian thing? I also have been wondering, what do you think about the Kings getting off to a great start in many games, then they end up losing? Do you think other teams are making adjustments during the game and the Kings are basically being outcoached? Is their play in the first period hard to sustain? Is there a force field around the net? <laughs> It's weirder that they play so well in most games for a limited amount of time than if they were consistently dreadful and getting blown out. Thanks for any of your insight. Every day are locked on every weaker puck podcast. Thank you, Leslie. That uh, that's very kind of you. You get you get a lot of, uh, of of Eddie in your life there. That sounded kind of weird. I didn't mean it for it to. Uh, so for for Brandon and for Leslie. Well, first for Brandon. I, I obviously I've said they need to change coaches. So that's that's the big thing I would do to try and change things up. For Brandon and Leslie's, some of your points, uh, it seems like when they get up by a few goals, they kind of stop playing the way that got them the two-goal lead. And yes, you have to play defensively responsible, but you can't stop playing offensively as well. Um, and for Leslie, um, what Drew Doughty was saying is that some of the players in the team are not playing the team game that they need to play to have success. Too much individual stuff. As for cookie night, that's a great question. I assume... Getting cookies is referring to getting stats, but I actually don't know the answer to that one for sure. If anybody knows what cookie night's all about, uh, you can email us for next week's show. We have more emails coming up here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Drive passion and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay's guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers 
The LA Kings are in Colorado to face the Avalanche tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search LA Kings. Uh, more emails. This comes from Scott in Simi Valley. He says, well, it's miserable watching this skid by the Kings. Losing is getting so predictable. I actually knew the Kings would lose after the first period against Buffalo, and they were up 3-1. Let me say this. In my opinion, uh, it's so crucial about having agitators who not only shake things up in the ice, but in the locker room. The Kings are rich and skilled players. This is the same roster who set an NHL record for consecutive road wins to start a season. What is lacking is someone who can slam the locker room door shut and conduct a players-only meeting with grit and sandpaper and get the players so pissed off and uncomfortable that 100% of that focus goes into playing smart first and, just as importantly, playing hard. The Kings are making dumb plays with horrible execution. They deserve to lose, except England. The Kings are soft, mentally fragile, and easy to play against. Without change, even if we do make the playoffs, we will be out on the golf course after four or five games, and perhaps so will our GM. And coach that from Scott in Simi Valley, who sounds like he's a bit of an old school NHL fan. And I will certainly concede the Kings are not a very physical team. Um, you know, I it's easy to question the leadership on the team when they're going through what they're going through. Um, I think we saw Drew Doughty kind of step up and make some comments. Um, and we'll see how the team responds to that. Um could they use a guy who's got more jam, as they like to say in hockey? Sure, sure. Um, but I've always said, look, the way the the game is going in the NHL, it's about skill and speed. And is there still an element of that that is uh, can be an asset? Yes, but I, I just think the game's going in a different direction than when it where it was when I first started out. And uh, you know, you know, Matthew Kachuk's don't grow on trees. Guys who have that truculence as uh, was once said famously by brian burke um, but have the skill as well so i i get where you're what you're where you're coming from i'm not necessarily disagreeing with you but i think that part of the game is a little bit overrated in today's nhl um that said heart and uh grit is a part of every hockey player right? to play in at this level you know blocking shots doing those kind of things I, I certainly every every player has to have a little bit of that but I, I will say and, and it was mentioned earlier with an email as well I think there is something to be said about the Kings being more of a go to the net type of team and if you're talking about that type of uh, of game we need more players that you know are that kind of a player I, I would I would definitely agree with that I think you know we're a little bit of a perimeter team not a throw it on the net crash the net as much as we probably could be. So there's, I think that's fair. Uh, the next email comes from Sam and Vin in San Diego. And it says, Sam here. Uh, sorry, I missed the photo op that Vin and our friend Jeff had with you. That was, uh, yeah, we, sorry, we missed you on that one, Sam. Uh, hopefully next time she says, yes, maybe a future game. Uh, watching our beloved LA Kings go through this downward spiral has been tough. At this point, we are beyond denial and anger. And we have to go through all the stages of grief. After the incomprehensible loss to the Sharks on Monday, we sadly expected them to lose yesterday when they let their two-goal lead slip past them in the second period. We had hoped that they would have played harder against the Sabres, especially knowing Buffalo was on the back end of back-to-back games, but we weren't surprised when they lost. We don't blame the fans who booed their lack of effort at the end. Kings don't seem to be playing like the team, at least all the team, 
uh, now that is fighting to stay in a playoff race. I don't know if it's the players that have to fight it in themselves, the will to win as a team, or if it's the coaching that's not getting through to them. Every time we think they've reached their lowest point of the season, they find a way to surprise us. This is a team that badly needs the All-Star break to reset. Are they allowed to practice as a team during the break? Even if it's against the rules, they really should do it and pay the fines that they need to pay for their mental health, uh, for the mental health of the fans. They need to turn it around. Uh, they are just too good of a team to be wasting their potential, hoping for better times ahead. Go Kings go. Yeah, I, I hear you, Sam. Uh, I, I, I still find it hard to believe that we're actually in this position that we're in. And this is a much, much better team than we've seen of late. And it's it's hard to hop, comprehend. I think it's it's definitely a combination of the players not doing the things they need to do and the coaches not being able to get them out of the things. Uh, that they're going through. So, it, you know, when you have a bad stretch like this, it's never really one thing. It's a lot of things kind of piling on top of each other. Um, as for uh, practicing during the all-star break, that is, yes, that is against the rules. It's been collectively bargained into the, into the CBA um, with the agreement with the players. They get eight days off during the all-star break. And if you, if you have any kind of organized team activities, even like a meeting, uh, you will get fined for that so um and the believe me the players are going to take the all-star break off and as you said hopefully it can be some sort of a reset for the kings uh this comes from gary in court delane idaho and he says attached are my customary pictures uh this is gold magazine which was the program for the kings back in the 70s and 80s this is from when my parents took me to see gordy howe play with against uh, with the whalers wow uh now my comments and questions uh, i need to close to uh 36 hours to decompress I needed close to 36 hours to decompress after last night's game against the Sabres. Before emailing you, this team from the beginning of the second period looked uninspired. When was the last time this team played a full 60 minutes? In my humble opinion, the NHL has figured out the 1-3-1, and the team has not adjusted. The forwards continue to play a perimeter game on offense. Nobody's going through the middle other than the social media whipping boy PLD. He's about the only one who takes it through the middle. It's so frustrating. They need to change things up. I would like for PLD to start playing with more of an edge, drop the mitts with somebody in a timely situation. And Trevor Moore, I know he's not a big guy, but if I see him do another flyby and just wave his stick at the opposing player instead of laying a shoulder him, I'm going to throw my remote at the TV. And Fiala, I don't want to stifle his creativity, but he needs to simplify a little bit and stop continually trying to thread the needle with his passes. Lastly, nothing against England, but what about having Spence and Clark in the lineup at the same time? Gowdy Anderson, Gavrikov, Clark, Roy, and Spence. I know this puts Roy on his offside, but why not try it? Let me know your thoughts. Thank you for letting me rant. Go Kings go. Gary, it's been floated out there, and I would just say at this point, why not try anything? Uh, I don't know that that is going to work, but at this point, uh, I'm willing for the Kings to. I'll be open-minded about anything at this point. Um I don't know that that's going to be a big change, though, to be honest with you. But and and the and it's it's ironic that you talked about the magazine, the, the pictures you sent of the the game program for the Kings, because I met Edwin, our next emailer and our final emailer, at the game uh, against the Sabers, and he was talking about his collection of of game programs as well. So that's actually very ironic that you mentioned that. And our final email is from Brea and uh, is from Edwin in Brea, and he says, "Thanks for the hat. I I met up with him and I gave him a locked on LA Kings hat. You're welcome." I just wanted to say after the Sabres game, I was there. Uh, well, this is what GM Rob Blake wanted, I guess, a sinking ship that continues to sink and does nothing about it like a coaching change. I've said many times before, as long as T-Mac is the coach of this team, we will not go any further. His system is at its peak and is exposed. Teams like the Sharks and Sabres are in must-win are must games, and our home record is unacceptable, definitely with 
with Brandon, or excuse me, definitely when you surrender leads. As a Chargers fan, like your wife, you mentioned the Chargers stuck with Brandon Staley, perhaps because of loyalty, even though the team was not winning. The final straw was a 63-21 to whooping to force change. Does it take a 10-2 whooping against the Avs tonight to force a decision from management? I hope not, because as a Kings fan, I don't want that embarrassed moment like the Chargers had. Also, the Kings have that look the Chargers had, too, lost. I hear Dowdy, and I do somewhat agree with him. However, he needs to call out his coach. It is coaching, not the players. Whatever the player's motivation is, uh, the coach has to set the team straight. He is protecting the coach because I think Dowdy and the team like T-Mac because he is not a no-nonsense coach like Daryl Sutter. However, we need a coach like Craig Berube, like you said, shake things up and challenge players. This team needs that. I give props to T-Mac for calling himself out and admitting that he has not done well and held himself accountable. I respect that as a man. As I saw Kings management at the game in their booth look silent as they hope to consider making a change for what's best for the team. I like T-Mac because he's honest and a good teacher. However, at this stage, he does not fit. Edwin, you and Edwin, by the way, was the first one to get on the uh, the fire Tom McClellan train way back when. All right. Thank you guys so much for all the emails. I hope it makes you feel a little bit better to get to vent a little bit. Um, great job. Uh, really appreciate all the opinions and uh, thank you very much because without your uh, your participation, this show is not possible. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, Monday, obviously, we will recap that Kings-Blues game from Sunday and all the news from over the weekend for the Kings. Uh, if you want to send us an email, the email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. You can also post your comments on the YouTube episodes, which is appreciated. And we'd love for you to stay connected with the show 24-7 on Twitter, X, and Instagram. We are at Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we see something good for the Kings this weekend, and we'll talk about it on Monday. Until then, go Kings go.